Jay Drew from the Deseret News and covers BYU, one of the uh, one of the new guys coming into the Big Twelve Conference. And, and and Jay, man, we do appreciate your time this morning. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, good morning to you guys. I'm doing great. What was what was the initial reaction uh, when when it was announced that BYU would would be joining the Big Twelve Conference? Oh, there was just uh, euphoria. It was uh, what BYU has wanted for years and years and years. So it's just, at least among BYU fans and administration and athletes and coaches, it was just, um, you know, just sheer joy. It's what the goal has been for since they went independent after the 2011 or before the 2011 season. So uh, just it's just what they really wanted, and, and it finally came. What does BYU bring to the table for the Big 12? What can fans expect? Well, they're pretty solid in every sport. Um, obviously, I just mentioned in football, they haven't been in a conference since 2011 um, when they left the Mountain West. Uh, they have a huge fan base, um, pretty much scattered all over the world. Um, they don't, obviously, in Provo, Utah, and Salt Lake City, Utah, and, and this uh, mountain area, they have, uh, you know, as the biggest concentration of BYU fans. But, but really, as uh, Baylor fans might remember, last you know in Waco last October, uh, BYU had you know thousands of fans there in Waco for that game. So that's kind of the biggest thing. Uh, they've got a really big, nice football stadium. Probably be what the third or fourth biggest in the Big 12, I think, uh, and then the biggest. Once uh, Oklahoma and Texas leave, um, their other sports, uh, you know, are they're not great. They don't um, uh, they don't have you know basketball is pretty average, um, both men's and women's. Um, baseball is about the same, along with softball, but uh, but they're not really terrible in anything. They're um, across the board pretty good. So that's pretty much in a nutshell what they bring. Um, they're really good in the uh, in track and field and, and long distance running. That's probably their strongest uh, sport and their best sport. So that's kind of a nutshell of, of kind of what they bring. Last year, they obviously had a lot of success, and that was really predicated on the play of Tyler Algier, what he was able to do out of the backfield. Uh, he looked really good against Baylor at times now he's in the draft where do you think he gets drafted and who is some of the players that are currently on BYU's roster that might step up and take the his place yeah I think he's a late second day third day guy so that's what most people are saying fourth round uh you know maybe possibly sneak into the third round but uh probably fourth fifth round somewhere around there um as far as uh, replacing him uh, they they brought in a transfer from Cal, Christopher Brooks, um, who was a four-year uh, played for four years for Cal. He's a grad transfer. Uh, he's he's going to be RB one right off the bat. It looks like just judging from how much they used him in spring ball. Um, they've got some guys behind him, Lopini Katoa, who played uh, in Waco a little bit, and. Uh, a kid named Jackson McChesney, but I think it's all, I think they're really, really banking on this Cal transfer, Christopher Brooks, to be kind of the replacement for, for Tyler Algier. 
I, am I correct in saying that BYU went through 15 spring practices and did not have a spring game? Yeah, you are absolutely correct. Um, several reasons for that. Uh, probably the biggest is is they didn't feel like they had enough healthy bodies to to stage a game, especially along the offensive and defensive lines. Uh, a cynic could maybe say they didn't want to give away any secrets. They they didn't want to uh, put anything on film, um, which I'm not sure why, because uh, the court, offensive coordinator, as you guys well know, the guy who replaced Jeff Grimes has been there a year. He's not changing the offense up much. Uh, the defense is still going to be the, the same as last year and the last five or six years. So um, I'm not sure what, you know, what secrets they have to hide, but, but the reason given was that they didn't feel like they had enough kind of healthy bodies to, to stage a full out game. Is the strength of this football team, the offensive line? Yeah, pretty much. They've got almost every guy back. They lose a, a four-year starting center, James MP, but uh, they've got nine or 10 guys with, uh, you know, with multiple game experience um, on the offensive line. They brought in an Oregon transfer, Kingsley Suma to Aya, who uh, was a five-star recruit out of high school. So, yeah, you're you're right there. They they should be very, very good on the offensive line. Um and uh, the receiver uh, position, that's kind of going to be the strength of the team. That's so what I was, far from what we know from spring camp. That's where I wanted to go next was the receiver core. Do you think this has the potential to be the best receiver core to ever come through BYU? Yeah, they've got some really good ones. They've got uh, Puka Nakua, uh, Washington transfer, and then Gunnar Romney, um, who was – toying with the idea of leaving because he's already played four years, but he took advantage of the COVID extra year. He's back. Uh, and then they've got some recruits they are really high on. I, I, actually, a kid named Keanu Hill, who uh, whose father played at Texas Tech and whose uh, uncle played for the Cowboys. Um, uh, I forgot his first name now. Hill. Lloyd Hill was his father and the one that played for the Cowboys. Uh now, it'll come to me in a minute. But anyway, Keanu Hill is uh, out of Texas, and uh, they're expecting big things out of him this year. And so uh, it'll be fun to see if, if those guys deliver. But if, uh, you know, if they can protect Jaron Hall and he can get the ball out to those guys, they should, they should have a pretty good offense. And I was going to go there. How good can this offensive uh, unit be? You talk about – the returners on the offensive line, you talk about the quality wide receiving core, and then you got your starting quarterback back in place. So just how good can they be offensively? Yeah, I think it, a lot depends on staying healthy. Uh, BYU teams have always had decent starters, a pretty good you know, starting 11 on both sides of the ball, but depth has always been an issue. That's kind of what caught up to them last year is, is uh, a lot of guys got hurt and then they ended up losing the bowl game, Independence Bowl, the UAB, with you know five or six injured starters, basically on both sides of the ball. And at Jaron Hall, the quarterback didn't even play in that game because he was hurt. But uh, that's kind of the big issue with the offense. If Jaron Hall can stay healthy, it should be pretty good. But beyond behind him, uh, they don't have a, a very experienced backup quarterback. Um, that's because a, a kid named Baylor Romney, uh, who was a really solid backup for three years, uh, decided to go to the business world. He took a job with Adobe 
and uh, kind of left them without a, a capable backup. So, um, but you know, knock on wood, if they can stay healthy, uh, the offense should be really, really good. How big a player is the transfer portal going to be for the Cougars? You know, not quite as big as for other schools. Uh, they get maybe one or two guys out of the portal every year. Like I said, they've already gotten uh, a couple this year, the kid from Oregon, the, the right tackle, and then also the running back. Uh, but uh, they don't they don't tap into it really heavily. Um, the thing about BYU is every year they have, you know, six or seven returned missionaries, guys that have been on two-year missions for the Mormon Church, come back. And so um, they don't typically have a lot of just scholarships laying around to give out to guys. So, uh, be, and one reason is because of what I just mentioned. And so, and so you don't see them really active in the transfer portal and you don't see them lose a lot of guys either under Kalani Satake. I think they've, uh, they've lost very, very few guys that have transferred out. Um, because, you know, I think, I think there's just a general culture down there that, that they kind of like what's going on and, and most guys tend to stick around a while. When you look at this roster, uh, you know, they struggled last year along the defensive line at times. Is that still going to be the Achilles heel this season? Yeah, almost the entire defense is, is uh, there are question marks at, you know, each unit, defensive line, linebacker, and secondary. Um, they do have most of their guys back. The thing we didn't see this spring was a lot of those guys out on the field. So many guys underwent surgeries. Um, from last fall that they didn't participate in spring fall. And I'm talking about their best players, guys like linebackers, Keenan Peely and Peyton Wilgar and uh, secondary guy, Chaz Ayu and uh, along the defensive line, a handful of guys. So that's the big question mark. Uh, in the past, BYU's biggest problem has been rushing the passer, getting pressure on the passer. Um, they've got a couple guys they brought in, they think can help them in that area. And so, uh, but definitely up and down the board defense is, is the big question mark this year. Hey Jay, man, we, uh, we appreciate the time. We'll look forward to uh, hearing from you again as, uh, as, as we get closer to football season and, and, uh, follow BYU very closely now that they're going to be a, a member of the conference. And, uh, we do appreciate your time today. You bet. Have a great day. You do the same. Coming on talk to you guys. That is uh, Jay Drew uh, talking BYU football.